Deborah Mattinson reported that some of the victorious Leave voters think the Remainers are rich people who had benefited from the status quo within the EU. Something of a generalisation, no doubt, but fair enough, perhaps. That argument, at least, acknowledges that those Remain voters have made a reasonable decision that might be seen as in their own self-interests. Think Tank research did find that, in the words of one Tory newspaper, Britain's ruling classes were the only group to vote overwhelmingly to stay in the European Union. And what about the other side of the divide? What did the losing Remain voters in Mattinson's focus groups think of the opposite lot? Well, she said bluntly, some of the Remainers think that some of the Leavers were stupid and shouldn't have the vote. This revelation almost had today's world-weary host, John Humphreys, choking on his croissant. So it became possible not in the allegorical dystopias of 1940s fairy tales, but in the real world of 21st century British politics, to hear it seriously proposed by some that some members of the electorate, though formally qualified to participate in our democracy, are stupid and shouldn't have the vote. Or, as Orwell's oligarchical pigs might have put it, all voters are equal, but some voters are more equal than others. That report was no one-off. The too-thick-to-vote point might have been particularly blunt, but the underlying sentiment was the stuff of countless tweets, posts, articles, outbursts, and reports in response to the referendum. The essential message was that all those Leave voters don't know what's good for them. The implication was that they should not have been allowed the right to make the wrong choice on such an issue. That sneering attitude was even reflected in the satirical magazine Private Eye under the spoof headline, Turkeys Vote for Christmas in Referendum Cliffhanger. It reported that some turkeys were already regretting their Brexmas vote as evidence is piling up that, come Christmas lunch, they will in fact have their heads cut off, their giblets put in a plastic bag and be well and truly stuffed. If it was irony the eye was after... How about satirists side with establishment? Then came the second political earthquake of 2016, the November election of Republican candidate and celebrity capitalist Donald Trump as the 45th President of the United States. The bitter responses to the voters' failure to elect Democratic Party favourite Hillary Clinton were, if anything, even more starkly anti-democratic than the anti-Brexit backlash. Your vote is a hate crime, declared anti-Trump protesters, graffiti artists and bloggers, implying that Trump supporters should be denied not only their vote, but their liberty. One leading Democrat commentator issued the blanket declaration that there's no such thing as a good Trump voter. Meanwhile, a celebrity professor of political science drew the no-doubt scientific conclusion that Trump's victory was the dance of the dunces, made possible by wasting the right to vote on uneducated, low-information white people. Some voters, it appears, are now deemed more equal than others because they are considered better informed or just better people. As with the barn in Animal Farm, here too it appears that the writing is on the wall. The Brexit vote and the Trump election have shone the spotlight on democracy. Many in the upper reaches of politics, the media and culture do not like what they see. They fear that they are witnessing a revolt of those whom candidate Clinton branded the deplorables during the US election campaign, 
and they find the idea of such deplorable people exercising democratic power frankly revolting. Reservations about allowing the people to vote and have some power over their lives have been around ever since the ancient Greeks invented the concept of democracy. As we explore in chapter 3, even in the modern era, democracy was long considered a dirty word in the upper echelons of Western societies. It is only in more recent times that these prejudices have been restrained beneath the surface of polite society, as everybody has felt obliged to pay lip service to the principle of democracy. But the fury of the political, economic and cultural elites in response to the 17.4 million UK voters who dared to back Brexit, and the 62 million-plus Americans who had the temerity to vote for Trump, brought these anti-democratic poisons bubbling to the surface of our civilised societies once more.